What is up? What is up? What is up, PML? It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I have scheming it up. Do I have the crew with me? I got Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say what to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Boy, Deloitte, we're back. Another episode of scheming. Was this episode three? Episode, Epi- episode four. Episode fucking four. something. Four. I think it's right, four. There you, there you go. <laughs> episode something. There you go. Yeah, episode, episode four. Something. Episode four, yeah. So, you know, we're moving along. I like it. And we also got our other co-host in the building. We got Wemmy. Wemmy, say hello to the people. Yo, what's up, PML? How we doing? Uh, second show of the day, you know. Just got my coffee, you know, feeling great. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting to it. Yeah, and we got an interesting one because a lot of people have the wrong idea of this this formation that we're going to get into or the scheme we're getting into. Uh, the basis of the show is going to be the pistol. Deloid, uh, yeah. Deloid, <laughs> Deloid studied the pistol. He told me my my understanding of the pistol when I was looking at it is I thought it was a form of shotgun a little bit. Like it was more about passing out of it and stuff no, like that. And it, it's absolutely not not correct, is what you're, mm-hmm. you're telling us, Deloid. No. So, yeah, the pistol, in a nutshell, we'll talk about it more throughout the show. The pistol is a power run offense. Mm, power run. So, not – so Well, like, a, a, like a running a lot. Not, oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, actual a power run. So, yeah, you no, could run no, zone no. or power out of it. Yeah, there's different variations. But, I mean, a mm. lot of times you will see more zone running from it. But, I mean, like, it's a power like power run in terms of you are going to run the ball. Run heavy. Run more heavy, than – yeah, than you want Yeah. Yeah. So did you know? Did you know this with me? Because this was news to me. Because I'm I'm new to Not, football stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I, I knew that the pistol is um, a predominantly run based offense. Uh, but I mean, the only reason I know that is because like, I, I mean, I've I've watched a lot of college football. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if, if anyone really in the NFL really runs it much anymore. But uh, there are a couple colleges. You get a couple like the Ravens, mobile co- mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, I guess the Ravens yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but you get you get some mobile quarterbacks and you know a bunch of running backs, and you kind of you play this game of like, <laughs> let's see if you can stop us. So you uh, need what, you need a what mo- I think you of. need a mobile quarterback, or can you run it with a non-mobile quarterback? But it's more uh, effective with a uh, mobile quarterback. I mean, you could run anything with a non-mobile quarterback, but it's definitely yeah. like like you want to use your quarterback as a weapon. Like that is a oh, mainstay yeah. of it is to use your quarterback as a weapon. So you want to kind of him kind of bring him back, um, which kind of goes to like the main. I won't say like where it originated from because it originated in like I think some high school coach in like California. Mm-hmm. Like was the originator, like technically, but like the guy who made it popular was Chris Olt in Nevada, and. Yeah. His story of how he came up with it, or like kind of like learned it and then expanded upon it, was just hilarious to me because like he he liked the idea of shotgun, but he hated the run concept out of shotgun. And a lot of people know just from you know playing PML, you know when you're in the shotgun, your your running backs are going east to west, right? So they're not yeah. going, you know, like you you kind of a you could. Alleviate counters and, and QB reads, but for the most yeah. part, you know the running back is going to eventually cross over to the opposite mm-hmm. side. So mm-hmm. it's an east right. to west variation. So 
he wanted a more balanced running attack, like where I can run it either way. But the funny part was he said his quarterback in spring was having problems seeing over the line because he was short. <laughs> he wanted to still back him up so he could see like what's going on in front of him. And uh, I guess I don't know who told him about it, told him about some guys, some scheme they had in California. And they kind of came up with it from there where, you know, you can step back, see everything that's going on, but you have a balanced offense and you still keep that heavy personnel. And you said, you said that, um, I don't know if you brought this up, uh, uh, but you said that (laughs) the reason this came about is because, uh, the coach had a really short quarterback, right? Is that, oh, is that well, he want, so the two reasons was that he didn't want to run east to west. Like he wanted to mm-hmm. stay, you know, keep the defenses honest and be able to run other ways. But then his one of the quarterback, I don't know if it was a starting quarterback or not. I was watching a video on it, but it was one mm-hmm. of the videos and spring practices was having problems staying over the line under center. So he still <laughs> wanted to bring him back in and they were trying to figure out the best way. And they, came up with the scheme from some dude in California. I can't remember his name. It was a coach. I can't remember his name, man. Um, but they came up, found him, and kind of was introduced to the pistol. And then, because like I said, like, Alt wasn't the coach that invented it. He was just the main one in college that, like, made it popular. But mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how the pistol came. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's it's... funny. <laughs> just just a quick quick Google search for you. Um, it was developed by Michael Taylor of Mill Valley, California, but it was popularized by Chris Alt. Yeah. So Chris yeah, Alt, like, Chris Alt kind of took the idea and actually expanded on it and like made it notorious. Yeah, and I don't even know who the other coach is, bro. Like <laughs> that's why I didn't know yeah. it was I, some I other mean, dude. <laughs> Mill Valley, California looks like it's in the it's like on the coast, you know, maybe two hours south of, or no, nah, it's like it's like probably near uh, two hours north of San Francisco, maybe. So it's kind of mm-hmm. North Cali, but I have no clue what is there. Yeah, well, the pistol. So I don't clearly, know, I don't know. Yeah, honestly, not <laughs> So um, I got a question, Dila. So let's say there's somebody in PML that wants to run a uh, pistol. What is the personnel you need uh, from wide receiver to running back to – well, running back, honestly, you could go with whatever. But what is the ideal personnel um, I mean, the way position? I would – the way I view it is – like the way – because you can run different variations. But I would still prefer a wide zone offense out of the pistol personally. Because yeah, that yeah. that that gives you the ability to run stretches and powers and things like that without tipping off your opponent which way you're going. Um, you you want two tight ends because you're going to come out in twelve a lot. You know what I mean. So you want definitely the two tight ends there um, that could block. And you know if you can get guy who can catch, that's fine. But you know what I mean. Like like the point is like you, you it's a running offense, so you want that guy. You want a solid fullback or a tight end that you can move to the fullback spot that can play your wings. So um, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Just you know those guys, maybe some agile guards that could pull. You know what I mean. Um, a nice strong center and whatever back what you prefer, whether it's a power yeah. speed back. You know, I guess that's a preference. I mean. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I would even – I mean, you talk about running 12 um, offense. But, I mean, I would, I would like even running 11 personnel or 22 going either way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I think you, I think you can kind of have variations of it where it's like it's creative. You get very it's creative. Like you, you, you can kind of spread it out where you, you know, like defense can't just sit in three, four against you, with mm-hmm. with three wide receivers on the field. Um, while you can still run with that, like you, you kind of spread the defense out, but also at the same time, like like you said, if you play the Ravens and you know you put a fullback back there, you put two tight ends. Um, on the field, and and then you become kind of like a smash mouth offense. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it kind of varies depending on what your personnel is on on the team, but also with what you kind of want to want to do with the offense. Are are you trying to get the defense to to put more cornerbacks on the field so that you can run against that, or? do you just believe so much in your offensive line that you can just bully the defense uh, into, you know, productive offense? Yeah, and if you think about it, I really like kind of how the Ravens kind of build upon it in real life, right? Like, you got you got your, your two tight ends if you want to come out in that personnel or bring a dude back at the fullback spot. You have a power runner running game, you know what I mean? You have a fast quarterback that is a weapon at all times, but then they throw the wrinkle in there by putting speed at receiver. So, like, if you come up, you know what I mean? Like, we can still go over the top as well, um, especially if you, you know, get into that, that wide zone and then you get into your play actions and your boots off of that. So, I mean, I would take that as a as a really good example of it. Um, and, you know, and they do it in the NFL level and, and make it work. So, so um, let's say you mentioned personnel. So let's say somebody, you know, knows that you're a run-heavy team. They come out in uh, a base base defense, even though you put three wide receivers on the field. What are some of the ways that you are, you are creatively taking advantage of that, the defense? I mean, so if you're coming into a base, the way I kind of look at it just – quickly without getting into a crazy scheme but you come out into a base defense and you you said you're in a three receiver personnel so yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah so say you're running 11 i mean your logic is you're going to look to where the safeties are aligned right like if it's too high you're, you can run the ball you know what i mean yeah. if, if it's single high now you're going to maybe like if it's too high okay if it's too high in the in the slots covered then you can run the ball if this too well, I'm high, saying, I'm saying they're coming in. They're coming in base where they have everybody. They're in a four-three or three-four, and nobody's lined up over that slot wide receiver. Oh, then how, that's, how, when, that's how, when the RPO game comes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit over the quick bubble. Yeah, a little. Yeah. Let's, let's say, let's say, take the RPOs out of it. What uh, besides the RPOs? What's other ways to attack that? Because I think a lot of people. I struggle on that. I might even struggle on that. You still, so, you can still go to the outside. So like the way, like even if it's not. So say like you never run the RPO at all, but the, mm-hmm. if the slot's not covered, which means he's in the box, right? The linebacker's in the box. You yep. have that advantage, especially if you have if you have mm-hmm. any type of fullback or anybody, any type of lead blocker, right? And you're moving to the outside, right? You now have that advantage when it comes to the numbers, um, to try to get that that block and now your running back is essentially as long as your corner blocks i mean your receiver blocks that corner essentially should be a one-on-one with that safety if the blocks you know match up and Mm -hmm. you make what you expect them to make so you can still run 
with a nice outside run, which is why I would love the wide zone out of this if that's yeah. what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. But I, I mean, I like I, I get what you're saying where you want to take the bubbles out, but like the other part, I think you have realized about you know most of the bubble screens nowadays are their extensions of the run game mm-hmm. so 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 you know that that's kind of how they you know it's it, it's it's a very short pass but it's like you know you, you kind of get your blockers going and, and you're you're doing uh you kind of you're counting the the personnel and defense compared to your offense so it's like if we have numbers we're we're gonna do this because we think we can take advantage so it's it's like I, when we say to run heavy, like like that's kind of that's a part of it. Is, of is, it is, yeah, yeah, is mm-hmm. being able to to make those quick short passes to get into open space and get to that level. Would you would you say the pistol is kind of the king? Like the pistol scheme is kind of the king of the option plays, like option route. Oh, like. Not option routes, but yeah, like quarterback options and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. like RPOs. It's 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 the most. Yeah, yeah, because you get you get kind of the best of both worlds when it comes to that, right? Mm -hmm. Because if if you're running those out of your shotgun, typically those are your lighter, you know, your three four receiver sets. So you lose Mm -hmm. some of that blocking ability that you have if Mm -hmm. you're in the pistol doing it. You know what I mean? The pistol, and then you also get the misdirection, like we talked about before, when the running back lines up to your right. You you kind of have an idea where the fuck the run could go, you know what I mean? Yeah, when, the, exactly. when that running back's behind you, even if it's a strong or a weak or whatever out of the pistol, mm-hmm. you really truly don't know. And then if you get like what Wimmy's talking about, and you come out in twenty two, and you come out with multiple backs, you can hand the ball off to literally anybody. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And then you but, get, you, cool. you get quarterback, fullback, running right. back, and then you can use the other guy the as a pitch man. Or you can use that other guy as now as another lead blocker because you know pitches sucking Madden this year. So, uh, <laughs> so it's it's a lot of stuff that you could definitely uh, you could definitely kind of scheme up with. And it's funny because like when I was being recruited and I was going into J- school called James Madison, that's called James. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they were running a lot at that time before they kind of start going to their more spread base. Um, so that's why I kind of feel comfortable. Like, oh, like we can run that, you know what I mean? Just because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't run it when I was there, but like, you know, I'm going to, I'm watching the games, I'm going to the practices, and this is what they're running, you know what I mean? So, and it was a variation once again where they didn't have the quarterback with the strongest arm or the the best passer in the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so how could we utilize this offense? you know, effectively and, and make those, like, when we're saying those safe throws where it's not really high risk, but you have playmakers that can, you know, because you're not throwing the bubble ever looking to score. Well, you shouldn't be like, this might be a touchdown. You know what I mean? You're looking yeah. to get four yards. Like, can we get three, four, five? Like, just like you would off a halfback dive. You know what I mean? Right. And then if you break it, cool. But the odds are if you have a great playmaker, eventually you'll break one. You know what I mean? Oh. And that's kind of – how the team is it's a safe offense safe offense and it's just, yeah and, we're gonna just move the ball. I, I don't mean to like be a dead horse but when, when we talk about like the ravens for example like you know mm-hmm. we remember when lamar came into the league and joe flacco was the quarterback of that team 
And they had a completely different offense when Joe Flacco was the quarterback. Mm -hmm. When Lamar came in, it wasn't just his scrambling ability that made him so good, but it was also Harbaugh's ability to create an offense around him. So he knew he didn't have the best arm. He knew that he wasn't going to be making a ton of throws 15 yards down the field on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, he's – He's he's a good passer. He can he can throw the ball. He's got he's got a decent arm, but his accuracy is kind of where it's a little sketchy. And so what Harbaugh did was said, "I I'm going to use your legs to to our best ability. Um, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball a ton, and then we're gonna also just kind of give you not like um, just simple throws." You know, we're not going to overcomplicate it. You know, you got to be able to make a read. And that's the, that's what I feel like the offense is all about, is being able to say, all right, like, you know, what's the defense playing for in this scenario? What are my other options? What, like, who, who should I be reading on this pitch? Like, whatever, whatever it is. So it's, it's kind of like, like that's the main thing I, I believe is being able to make that read. But yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta make sure that you're making the right read at the snap because it could go it could go south and it could go south fast with with that, especially with an RPO because you throw that that you try to throw that bubble screen and then next thing you know it's a pick six, six away. Um, so t- speaking about the pistol, staying on the pistol, uh, what are some teams? That in in PML we obviously know the Ravens, but what are some other teams in PML uh, that you could run this pistol scheme with, and kind of how can you map out your depth chart? Like, um, Deloitte, I know you're doing it with the Raiders, so you want to talk a little bit of how you're you're implementing it with your own team? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, you definitely. Well, it's not necessary. I say you need a quarterback with at least 81, 82 speed just to have a threat of the run. You know what I mean? You don't want to do QB reads. Yeah, you have to. You, you, it's definitely better if you can't have a threat of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Even if you don't really want them to. I remember last cycle when I had Hal and I was running the pistol. Um, mm-hmm. I never really wanted, and this could be given with my strength, I never really wanted to run with Hal. It was just like, can I do it to make you because go on conservative? There. And then once you yeah, go on yeah. conservative, I now freed up a guy to run the ball. You know, what right. I mean? but I never really wanted to run it with him. It was just like, just to scare you into it. So like, mm-hmm. you want somebody that at least gives you fear where a team will end up going on conservative because they're scared of you just gassing them with the, with the quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. You want you want fast guards because they're you the amount that you're pulling you're or running pulling, zones yeah. out of that. You want guards that have, like, not speed, but you need the acceleration. To me, that's yeah. what I look for in the guards. You want the acceleration. Of course, if you could get 70-something speed, that's great, too. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. I think that's more important than – they need, if, Do you think they, they need some lead blocking, impact blocking, because they'll be out in space? Yeah, all that stuff is cool. But if you can't get there, then ain't no point of it. Yeah. So you need, you need the speed to at least get there. So I look for the speed first. Of the acceleration first, and then I look at the the lead blocking or impact blocking stuff. Then I look mm-hmm. at you know like your run block finesse and your pass blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, because that's your you know your least last priority really in that game. Um, I think you have to have a strong tight end. Your tight ends in these are not your focal point, but your focal point. 
in your yeah, passing they're, they're game. Sen- they're, they're essential. Like, yeah, like you, you need you need at least one good one, and then you can have a throwaway one, or you can have two solid ones if you want that balance or whatever. You know what I mean? But you need a tight end <laughs> that yeah. that could so, do a little so bit. I, of I I got a question it, that that tight, whole tight end thing because you said that the pistol is a a run heavy scheme. With yeah. that whole tight end, is that basically just because it's run heavy? You need a good tight end to work off that play action. Oh. Yeah, it's both. Because once yeah. they go heavy, you have that guy on the safety or a linebacker, linebacker. at all times. You know so, what I mean? So it's a mismatch. Yeah. So it's, it's a like, mismatch. It's like, yeah, like can can you put can you put how many how many linebackers can you put on Mark Andrews and and <laughs> then like then that. be able to guard, guard or Kyle Pitts? Kyle right. Pitts. And Kyle if you Pitts, put a like, if you put a guy on top of him to guard him, can he stop the run? You see what I'm saying? And now that becomes that game. Like, you need somebody that could either do both or you need to get creative or something. But now you're playing the game where I'm going to make you pick your poison type of deal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, are you going to try to take take him over the top, make sure you guard him, or are you going to try to stop the run? And that's where that tight end – like, the tight end is more important to me than a receiver out of this offense. So you don't – well, obviously you want a receiver. It's nice to have a receiver. But to run the pistol, you really don't need – uh, you don't need like a you don't receiver. need a top receiver because a lot of the a lot of your a lot of your routes are going to come off of the play action, right? So a lot of the times you're trying to set up the pass. So the guy should be relatively like you don't want him making contested catches anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like you're trying to throw with the ball when he's open. If not, you're going to run the ball and do something else um, with it. So I don't think it's necessary. Like obviously, I'm not going to be mad at all if you got a good receiver. You know what I mean? Like that's it's great. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But I don't, I, I'm perfectly fine rolling out there with like your number one receiver being like an eighty overall, as long as he's solid and he can catch. What's what's There's more? No, what, what would you? Stuff, what's what's more important in this this pistol scheme uh, from your wide receiver? Uh, because you know the different archetypes is a deep threat. There's all that. Um, what would you say is the most important? Uh, you know, archetype for this this I was, pistol formation. Do you think it's being a deep threat where you could stretch the defense? What, I think what would it having be? a deep threat is good if it's like a slot. Like I don't think it's necessary. Like I think just having mm-hmm. one though to keep like safeties honest is is cool. Even if he's just lined up, not really doing much. Personally, mm-hmm. I would like for a physical receiver or a route runner. So either somebody you know, because you're not. Just get open on the quick slant, get open on the out route, get open on the dig, or somebody that could block on the outside. Like yeah. when I say physical, I'm not even looking for like spectacular catch. Like if he has solid run blocking, that is just even better. You yeah. know, to me, like in terms of like what you're trying to look for. Like like when I'm looking the pitch, like when I was running it last year, like obviously I ain't, I wasn't telling nobody, but bro, I was it was a run offense the whole time, and like I had Leonard Fournette and um. Ronald Jones, and like it didn't seem like it because one wasn't getting twenty carries, but both were getting fifteen. And both were getting loose. So, like Ronald to the Jones person's fatigue, it didn't seem like when you just looked at the stats, it didn't seem like anybody was going crazy because I wasn't having yeah. one guy run the ball a lot, but I ran the ball a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. running that. I just switched it up, and then I will throw Mario in there from time to time too. <laughs> um. 
I'm sorry, I had to, I had to kind of concentrate on work real quick, so I kind of no, that, missed that, part that, of that last segment. Did did you all uh, have you all talked much about like the type of wide receivers you need yet? Yeah, that's what we just just yeah, mentioned okay. right now. Yeah. Okay. So what right, what, so what is I, your opinion on it? What is your opinion on it? I I personally up? think they're deep threat because if you're working off that play action to keep the like Deloitte brought up to keep the the safeties honest and keep the defense honest because it could really stretch out the defense. Deloitte said he favors more of a physical route runner that could catch. That's my slams. primary, but I would yeah. have one deep threat as like a, a slot guy. Okay. Well, okay. so like, so like for me, I would, I would like to have at least one dude with speed. Um, but then the other, I'd, I'd like to at least have. It's, okay, so my thing is this: I, I think you need to have at least one dude with speed. I think mm-hmm. you need to have at least two wide receivers that can block well. Yeah, I, I, I think that that is essential. Like just being able to, you know. Like hold your block on a corner. I get to yeah. In, exactly. in case you go into you know some type of you know pitch or something, or like like or, or uh, not pitch, but like if you're on a like a, a stretch option or something, or something. you need you need yeah. them out, outside it, blocking. It, the outside, you need that outside blocking. Um, also, like you know, if you're in, if if you have that quick guy, you can kind of also, you know, we we've seen how the NFL is modernized to. This motion and chest sweeps, but like mm-hmm. that just adds another layer to it. So it's like you get someone quick running across the line, fake it to them, fake it to the, the one and a half backs, and then you know run yourself or whatever. It just kind of adds an extra layer. So that's kind of my opinion. I don't. I mean, I think a deep threat is nice, just if you can beat someone over the top. But I don't particularly in in the pistol. It's it's kind of a it's a very like, a luxury. It's a, it's not a flashy playbook. Like no. like it's it's kind of one of those like we're gonna you need, we're gonna you need grind the hell out of yeah. this game. <laughs> yeah. Like like this is this is gonna be the, this game is not gonna be fun for either team, and we're just hoping <laughs> we're better than you at the end of the day. Like. It's kind of one of those. So, so mm. I, I don't, I'm not too worried about the deep threat necessarily. Yeah, like he, Deloitte said, it'd be a luxury. But, um, I mean, for me, it's mainly, I, I want, I want, I want probably one fast dude and I want like tall, big wide receivers. They, they don't necessarily have to jump or catch, but I want guys that will get physical. Like okay. like uh like Heinz Ward, bro. I remember watching Heinz Ward as a kid. When he would block, he would take dudes' heads off, and and it was probably mm-hmm. a little excessive because he was he was blindsiding the hell out of some dudes. But uh, but he was just he was a physical dude. Like he mm-hmm. he wanted to go out there and he wanted to like he wanted to put someone on their ass. So it's like those are the types of dudes that like I would like. So. I, I like uh I like the little interaction we have with the people listening and uh JT's in chat and he's talking about um his ideal for pistol is one uh physical wide receiver a, a deep threat wide receiver and also obviously he likes to run three wide receivers he he said he also likes to have that that ball carrier type of wide receiver that could also be an option uh with jet sweeps and stuff like that um 
he also said, you know, with his idea of pistol, it's about creating a 11 on 11 type of game instead of a 10 on 11, because most of the time the quarterback's not involved in the play besides throwing the ball. So how do you feel about that, Deloitte? Uh, about what? Say it again. About you didn't you didn't hear what I said. Uh, what D, what JT was saying in chat about creating an eleven on eleven game and having a a ball carrier yeah. type of receiver at slot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, your slot guy could be a playmaker. I mean, that's yeah, that's great. I mean, cause that opens up you know your um your jet sweeps and and touch passes or whatever. Um, I mean. I guess I will have a I will try to have a, a somewhat fast guy. He don't have to be a crazy burner, but this is a nice little playmaker at the slot. Um, um, but the the whole idea of you know the eleven on eleven instead of ten on eleven is having that quarterback as a threat, as a threat to run. Like 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 cause exactly. Just even like like I told you like when I did last year, like it wasn't when I was running, it wasn't to get yards. It was just so you could go on conservative, so I could take that defensive end out of the picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't have to account for him. So yeah, we could like my then guy. Then, then you're playing ten on ten. Yeah, because my 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 tackles was immediately going to the second level. You know what I mean? Right. So yep. and yeah. that was the whole purpose of it. You know what I mean? And then if not, then of course now we're playing the numbers game, and maybe my quarterback outrun your guy, whatever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's that's it's it's a very numbers oriented offense. I like the way he's kind of talking about it. Like with 11 on 11, it's oriented with, you know, you're, yeah. you're looking at yeah, the numbers. There's a leverage somewhere. Can we find it? You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's, and that's what I was talking about with like being able to make a read is like, you know, sometimes your numbers is going to be in using your quarterback to run. And it's like, you get that extra block. Or sometimes it's going to be, Hey, these guys are overloading here. You know, we have numbers on the the outside on a on a screen to the right with a receiver and two blockers ahead of them, while they only have like a corner and a safety. So yeah. it's like it, it it's kind of it, it's it's all based off making that read and and essentially it's it's just math. It's saying like, right. all right, where where are we advantageous in this play, yeah. and how can we exploit that? Essentially, the cool part, the reason I like the pistol is it's a old mentality with new football rules and elements, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... The RPOs it's, type it's, of... Yeah, like, yeah, you can add some new RPOs, you can add some new stuff, but it's not, you know, it's not as RPO heavy as a shotgun spread um, right. type of thing. As a, you know what as I mean? Like, like a, a like Josh the, Allen Buffalo Yeah, Bills like your shotgun like spread is still is your probably your most up-to-date, most modern offense, right? But so yeah. the, the pistol is like we're bringing back old-school single-back offenses. Single, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I form, like, you could run a strong. You could really, if you want to get crazy and freak, you could run some type of, like, a wing T wishbone type of offense out of a, <laughs> out of a pistol. You know what I mean? Like you just bring your guys back, so you can still have that old mentality, but you modernized it. You know what I mean? Um, so, so, uh, so we take this. I did that a lot. <laughs> so go. we got a, we got a, we got a, we got a question from JT. I don't know if you noticed that in chat, but he wants to know some of the best con- uh, passing concepts out of pistol. Um, you know, knowing uh, you know about Madden because this is this is mainly about how to apply it to Madden. Knowing what Madden has in the game. 
Uh, what are some of the best passing concepts? Because he feels like some passing concepts out of certain formations are limited. Um, if I'm reading that correctly, correctly. Yeah, it's not a it's yeah. not the strongest passing uh <laughs> playbook right. yeah. or idea but, in the world. But uh, right. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll start this off, but like for yeah. me, like you know, if I'm if I'm in twenty two or, or not twenty two, uh, twelve personnel, you know, mm-hmm. and and say you know they're in a three four one deep safety, like there are a couple um solid like like not like deep posts but kind of like you know 10 yard shallow posts that you can kind of find pockets in the in that like middle of the defense that's a little like just right over the linebackers heads because they're playing the run so much so like sometimes with that play action you, you can get one of those those tight ends either you know coming across the middle or even an outside receiver um, just kind of on an in-breaking route. Um, mm-hmm. for for me, that's I've I've kind of had some success with that. But um, I mean, kind of like Deloitte said, like you know, if I'm in the pistol, like like I can pass it, and I, I'm sure there are a couple plays within Madden to pass it. You have a couple crossing routes um, for it. But like I'm predominantly running out of the pistol if I if I'm running it. I am a huge fan of and I you seen the last year when I did it with seams, especially if you if you're in any type of two tight end set. Um because typic seams and curls. And you guys know I ran a lot of curls last year. And the reason why is typically out of the pistol you're running the ball, right? So most defenses counter is what? I'm bringing a safety down. Yeah. So they're going to blitz. They're going to, and most zone, most zone blitzes, there's some cover too. Most zone blitzes are a cover three shell. You know what yep. I mean? So you will get that yep. one, that one guy because you want to bring that safety down either for help or for blitzing purposes or whatever. You know what I mean? Or you go straight up cover three or you go cover one, but you have, you bring down that safety. And when you bring down the safety, we already knows what is the weakness of a one high. That safety has to choose if you have two, <laughs> two, two teams just running down. You know what yeah. I mean? If you have solid enough guys, I think that works. Uh, if somebody's going to cover three, what's a big-time cover three beater? Curls, right? Because that dude's going to sit yeah. right behind, and that, that guy running that that flat, whatever, has to decide on the flat route or on the curl. You just make the correct read. So, like, I like yeah. those a lot of times just because you're forcing the hand, like, hey, you want to bring this guy in the box. Go for it. We're going to now hit you with these. But then you you have the the play action and the boots in this game, which is just you know most I think Q said a lot of your better combinations in here in Madden uh, just because of how the game treats crossers <laughs> like it's terrible and what is a lot of your play action somebody's crossing some fucking where you know what I mean so um, those those typically work too and then hopefully they're more effective because you have established a run even if it hasn't been a great day you just established that I will run it. So you have to at least hesitate, you know what I mean, as I'm going through the the play action, especially if your user uses, you know, the linebackers and things like that. So, so, so every week, um, you know, it's been a great discussion about Pesto, but uh, every week we do we wrap up the show with picking a team. Last week we did the Buffalo Bills. We wrap the show wrap the show up with picking a team and looking at their offense and defense and kind of giving our idea of what we would run. 
uh, for their type of personnel and the way they're building the team. Maybe it'll match up with the way some people are running the team. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll give some, pe- some people an idea of what to do with their team. Um, this week, we're going to focus on the Cleveland Browns. I ask every week if somebody wants a team. Uh, HD actually said he wants us to do his team to kind of get an understanding of what might work better for him. Um, so the Cleveland Browns are going to be that that team. Me personally, just looking at their roster, you have that mobile quarterback. I think this is a perfect week to do the Browns. You have that mobile quarterback uh, that could be a threat to run. You have that superstar X factor running run back in Nick Chubb that could run in between the tackles, also run outside because he's got some speed to him. You got Josh Jacobs as well uh, that could be in a uh, two running back like a 21 personnel type of type of read where you could hand it, hand it off to Josh Jacobs or hand it off to Nick Chubb. Um, you got the tight end that you need, and you got a speedy wide receiver that could, you know, make people worry about jet sweeps, also stretch out the defense, and he's also got some physical wide receivers. Offensively, just looking at the Cleveland Browns, I think the pistol is a perfect scheme for them. Um, they might not have the guards you need, just because uh, he has uh, some like power type guards, slower guards. Yeah. Uh, he has JC. Uh, actually, no, never mind. He's slow too. I I, I read that wrong. Um, but he, honestly, that's the only thing he's missing is probably the necessary guards to pull this off. And I don't even think like he doesn't have it. Mike McGlinchey could definitely do. It. I mean, the dude got seventy nine yeah. acceleration. He could definitely pull. Um. I mean, obviously, you you're gonna what's have the, to play. What threshold you're looking for? What acceleration for for a guard? Obviously, you're not nope. gonna get 90s, but would you no, say yeah, a little like 75? No, I, I, I'm greedy. I'm looking around 80, but yeah, <laughs> like, but if you're over like 77, 78, like, I could work with you. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're good elsewhere, like Wyatt Teller is like 76, but he's such a good player that i'm cool with that you know what i mean like yeah. like, like yeah. he's more of a power guy but bro you when you do get there you're gonna cause havoc like we all right we'll, we'll figure, yeah, we'll figure yeah. the rest out we'll figure it out you'll figure the rest out so like i feel like he's cool um but does he have the team for it absolutely i mean look at desmond ritter right he, he has 91 throw power which you don't really need throw power in his office but 84 accuracy short accuracy 82 mid accuracy so he can make a lot of the you know your basic throws that you need in your short to mid passing game right his throw on the runs at 84 which is solid um but we talked about making him a threat right with his legs he has 71 carrying you put points in there he's at 75 already you put points into one more season the dude got an 80 carrying he's a full full threat you know what I mean? Like you're not even worried about him. Um, the dude has 73 break tackle at quarterback, 81 <laughs> yeah. juke move at qu- like, bro. You can put stats into these categories, and this dude is a running back at the quarterback spot. You know what I mean? Like, imagine yeah, you got an 80 break dude. tackle quarterback, you got an 85 juke move quarterback that is solid enough at throwing the ball. You know what I mean? You have the running backs. We talk about just running all day. You got Nick Chubb, and then when they're tired of tackling him, you throw in Josh Jacobs. They got 94 break tackling. You're cool there. You know what I mean? Um, he said, what you is this change of direction? Are you talking about um, of Ritter? Bro, you don't need a change direction. You running that <laughs> what you run that day. But I don't know what yeah, change you direction run straight. Is. You run straight. Yeah, you're running you straight run with straight. him. 
Uh, um, direction is 94. That is even wilder, bro. Like, he's reversing field with his quarterback. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to stop and reverse field on you. So I think that that is definitely a move. You have the running backs. You have Jalen Hurd. I would just probably throw him as, like, your fullback guy if you really wanted to. You know what I mean? Um, Out of there. I know he's not a f- traditional fullback, but he could run routes for you. You know what I mean? And, you and, and, now, and pistol, you could you could uh, run. You come out full house, full yeah. house, and now he's running a, a a wheel route. You know what I mean? Coming for yeah. you have your, your guy who can catch the ball in Jarvis Landry. You have we talked about just have a speedster. You have Anthony Schwartz with ninety seven speed. So you have that one guy, and then you have Donovan Peoples Jones, who is a really solid receiver. You have two tied two star tight ends. Austin Hooper, David Njoku. Um, so both, you have both could be effective. Yeah, they could both be effective there. Then you have a superstar that you just drafted. So, I mean, at the tight end position as well, I think you have the squad. Like, I think the Browns are a squad to pull this off if they want mm-hmm. to. But you know, with HD, it's not as flashy. Like, like I think that's what you were saying with me. It's not a flashy like. <laughs> We better come yeah. through. There's a very it, methodical. It, it, it's not pretty. It's not <laughs> yeah. something that's like you're not going to be blown away by the pistol. I feel like it's it's much more of a you know it, it, it it's a can you stop this type of thing. And then you, you, and then can can we react to how you're going to plan to stop us and take advantage? You're trying to just annoy the defense. Right. Yeah. While slowly moving the ball down the field, you have to have a solid third down conversion rate because you will probably hit a lot of those. You know what I mean? At least you'll be have, confident in third, third down ability. Short. Yeah, you have a lot. Be confident in those and know, hey, I can I can pick up three yards. I can pick up two yards and keep going. And at the end of the day, your off the your opponent's not going to look at it and be like, man, that offense was just crazy to stop because it's like subliminal stuff that you're doing. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to yeah. be like, man, the offense was crazy, and you're not going to have 500 yards. But you want to look at the time of possession. You may have the ball for 20 minutes. You may have it 22, 23 minutes. You didn't make any mistakes because you played kind of safe football. You know what I mean? And now yeah. all of a sudden you're in games. And now you need your opponent to make one or two mistakes and you won. So, the thing I'll say – Well, I was just going to say, like, the, it, it, it's – you know, we, we talk about, you know, real life – football compared to Madden and you know it's 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 a little tougher um it, it I think it's tougher in real life to defend the pistol than in Madden necessarily yeah. I think I think for sure like like you can stop a run without stacking the box necessarily mm. but I mean like if you don't stack the box against Baltimore like they're gonna run all over you, so like, so like you, if if you're gonna run this offense in Madden, you you have to have to have to be able to make those, you know, as soon as the ball is snapped, like quick reads. Like you have to understand exactly what you're looking for because if if you mess up, like, you know, say say you throw an RPO bubble and it's covered. You know that's a pick six, so it's like it, it's like you have to be so not perfect, but you have to understand exactly what you, you are can't looking make a lot for. Of mental mistakes. You can't make yeah. a lot of mental mistakes. So, so like, you... and, and that's that's the thing is is that's what the offense is kind of counting on is like 
if you can make those reads, you're going to succeed. But if you mess up a couple times, it's going to be mm. tough because it's it's not a it's not a play from behind. No, you get offense. behind with this offense. Like you could be behind like one score, maybe two score. Now if you're in a passing situation, we need to get it all back. You know what I mean? Like quickly. You just don't have the passing game. Right. You know what I mean? Like to to constantly do it. So so for me, like if if I'm if if I was to, you know, with with this Browns team, like. I mean, uh, I, in my opinion, I think Chubb is is the best player on the offense. Uh, I think Ritter is great, and Ritter is a young talent. But I, I don't think you know. I, I I don't think you want to put it all on Ritter, especially being able to make those perfect reads. So, like, I mean, I like the pistol for this team. I think they have the personnel for this team, but I think with with your offensive line being as good as it is, I think you can kind of run a variation between that pistol offense and like that pro style offense where, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're still playing smash mouth. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you look at this offensive line, he has six stars on his offensive line. He has a star right tackle as a backup. Like, <laughs> like, like that's, that's insane to me. So it's like, like you have a you have a hell of an offensive line. Like I think the pro style, uh, in my opinion, probably fits a little bit better just because you know you you have Chubb and I think Chubb needs to be your focal point. But I think you know like like for me, I like throwing in. I, I have a similar running back with Eric Henry. I like throwing in the pistol because you know the pistol allows me to kind of just see different things and and being able to. Um, use different runs that I might be able to like not use so much of the pro style. Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, you got you got Peoples Jones, you know, six two wide receiver. He's a big guy. Uh, you have Anthony Schwartz, so he's kind of your speedster that you can kind of run around the field with. Um, but but for me, I'm I'm probably more geared towards that pro style offense pistol. Yeah, I mean, I think we all just so, basically say, give the ball to Chubb, bro. Give the ball to Chubb. That's basically <laughs> what we're saying. Uh, but I I want to ask one more thing. Uh, when it comes to the offense, uh, we talked about the team's a fit for the pistol. Uh, well, we Deloitte, and you know when we gave his two cents about it. Do you think because you you brought it up, you have to make quick reads like you have to make minimize the mistakes and make really quick reads at the snap do you think the coach is a fit for the pistol as well or do you think the more pro style would be better for the coach uh you talking about hd using it i think yeah i think like i think you can sprinkle in obviously pistol i just wouldn't go super dominant on it not because i don't think he can make the reads but because I know HD wants to make those splash plays at times, and you're not going to get right. that from this. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but just having this in your repertoire of like, okay, I could pull this out for, you know, in red zone situations or, you know, if I'm being safe or whatever it is, or just for a play or two here and there, you know, I think it's solid um, just to go a, to in those moments. A third a third and short type of situation. Yeah, a short yeah, yard. yeah. But like, certain, like in Madden, it's super tough to have like that because it's easier to do multiple things. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> it's easier to go from one thing to another thing to another thing. So 
I mean, you can still have more of a multiples type of offense and just know the philosophy that's kind of, you know, that you're getting into when you run those formations. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely understand that. Uh, but let's move on to his defense. How do you feel about his defense? Um, just looking at it, obviously, it's a 4-3 type of defense. You're not going to put uh, Miles Garrett. Even though Miles Garrett could honestly play inside, outside, he's got the strength for it. But you're not putting Miles Garrett in uh, defensive end on a 3-4 or a outside linebacker on a 3-4 just because he can't drop back in coverage on that outside linebacker. And I feel like uh, maybe at that right end position, that, that defensive tackle, three-tack type of hybrid, he could be effective. But he still has a lot of speed where you want him attacking the edge of the, the offensive line. Um, just taking a look, it's more of a 4-3 type of team that he's built here. And I think that's what he runs. Um, also, taking a look, he's got really good corners. Would you feel like he's got really good corners with a lot of speed? Do you feel like your your scheme with the 46 defense would actually be a good scheme for some, something like this, uh, Deloitte? I mean, like, looking at in the, real life, like, like the okay, the thought of it, yes. The actual practice of it, no. Uh, just because, like, how it's random, man. Like, you just don't want eight in the box all the time. Uh, like, it don't matter how good of a man coverage guy you, you do this. Like, he'll get beat. You know what I mean? But what I like from, from this defense really is, let me see. I, he might be able to pull it off. I might run a lot of a lot of three. I don't know what he runs. A lot of three and might maybe a lot of match as well. Well, definitely a lot of match as well. Um, with his corners that, you know, have 95, 94, 93 speed. Um, they all have, you know, above 80. I mean, Denzel Ward has 95 man, 87 zone. Um, so you want those guys to pick up. And I don't think you need to necessarily bring a lot of pressure. You have the linebackers that could drop back a little bit as well. Uh, with Nolan Smith, 88 speed, 72 zone coverage, 72 man coverage. You know what I mean? So you have guys that could drop back be enough. And then Miles Garrett, just eventually over time, bro, like he's going to get there. Even if you got a user from plays, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's just a big, a big name to have there. So that's what I would kind of look at if I'm the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, like you could, you could run something like that, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking this is a predominantly four, three defense. I mean, if you look at it, and I've I, I've played with the Browns um, in a different league, but the linebackers are probably one of the weaker parts of the entire team. Uh, they're just not as uh, they're just not as good. I don't think they have as many playmakers. I mean, obviously you have uh, Joker in the middle there, and you know he's he he's great for that that defense. In my opinion, he's a great fit, uh, but. You know, if if that's kind of your, it's definitely kind of your weaker spot. So I think I think being able to get pressure with that front four is going to be you know kind of essential to how much success that defense has. Yeah, at least you you got a hell of a start with Miles Garrett. So. Yeah, I don't think oh, exactly. yeah, you saying that the linebackers being weak. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a Tampa two scheme would would fit on that because you need that extra guy in the box. Just because your linebackers are you know 
not. Yeah, not that's why I said a lot of three. A lot of three. Yeah. Get that safety guy in there. To get him in the box. Yep, exactly. All right. A lot of cover one, a lot of cover three show. Any type of cover three show would work. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, the last thing I want to talk about the Browns, you got to make one trade on offense and one trade on defense to uh, work with the scheme that you just uh, gave to them. What are those trades? What do you see on offense? What do you see on defense where they could possibly get a little better to help fit the scheme that they're trying to run? On offense, it's really nothing. You have everything. Maybe, an, maybe uh, I mean, you've got Jarvis Landry, who's a really good physical wide receiver. I was going to say maybe a wide receiver, but you also have that. So I don't even know on offense what you could improve on. I think you've got all the pieces. On defense, uh, where we pretty much hit it on the head, I think a linebacker uh, to help out. In, in the run game, uh, in that four three would would definitely help. Um, yeah, on offense, I mean, I don't think you really need much. Just being greedy, I would say, yeah, you could go get you a, a true number one, a more of a physical guy. Um, I mean, yeah, people Jones, you know what I mean, or you could go get you an established guy. Um, maybe or maybe a uh, ha ha Michael Thomas that just got traded for something, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um. On the defensive end, I might go two two different options. Um, I might really get greedy and try to give me another DN to pair with Miles Garrett on the left side. I know he has Everson Griffin. I don't know who he starts or he has uh, Kiki there, but um, I might try to go maybe another defensive end. Um, I think that pairing could be crazy. I kind of ignore linebackers. I think Nolan Smith is solid for what he needs. Um, I think Comero or whatever his name is uh, will be solid at the in the middle. Um, and sometimes you just have a weakness. You know you got to cover it up. And if that's the case, maybe you go get you another like another strong safety. Um, he has Grant Delpit, um, but maybe you go get you another one or you get a situation where you start bringing Delpit in maybe as a sub or something like that, or, you know, you go get you another safety that could qualify for the sub linebacker. I don't know if Delpit does, um, but maybe you go do something like that and you bring in another guy in the box and you bring in a, a guy who's more athletic, you know, to help you play that linebacker spot. So those are the kind of thought process I look at. And overall, I think we all know like this roster is really good. So it's tough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, like, you know, the offense is, is ridiculous. You know, that offensive line, um, you know, obviously Chubb, you have the speed with Schwartz. Uh, I, like D-Lord said, I mean, I think if you're being greedy, you know, getting yourself a, a true wide receiver one. Um, I mean, I, I even, even look at, like, a potential receiving back. He has Jalen Hurd that we know he likes to use as a, you know, six four ninety speed uh, kind of receiving back out of the backfield. Um, but, I mean, you don't really need a tight end. You, you went out and you got your quarterback for the cycle. Like, I, I don't really – I don't really see anything else besides wide receiver that, that I would go to on offensive end. Um, defense, like, I mean, he's, I mean, he's got a, a very solid defense. I mean, I'd, I'd probably try to boost that D line. I mean, even maybe even in the middle, getting a true kind of, uh, 
get, getting a true D tackle. But I mean, right. his D tackles aren't even that bad. Like it's no, it's like I said, it, it, it's just being greedy, bro. Kind of a, yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of it's kind of like a it, it's 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 kind of based off the coach and like you know how do you want to you know play your team. Um, so it, it's kind of a pick and choose, but you know. I, I mean, losing Clowney, you know, you kind of downgraded uh, this past off season on that on the edge start, but like, I mean, the linebackers Smith, Cormora, Schobert even has some speed, so it's like you're not too worried. So like maybe another right outside linebacker, uh, but like you look at the corners, you know. Ward, we know how good Denzel Ward is. Greg Newsom's a superstar. Even Greedy Williams does that nickel corners, you know, pretty solid and has pretty good speed. So, um, you know, maybe a strong safety with Delpit, but also like, I like Delpit. Uh, I've used Delpit in a couple other leagues. Like, he's a solid, solid player. So, um, I mean, I think, I think, you probably stick with uh, that D line would probably be my main focus if if I was trying to be greedy with the trade. Uh, D line or wide receiver? Yeah, it's, he already has a good roster, so we just being super greedy at this point, man. But right, I think the moves are gonna make. Anything else, Neff? Before we get out of here. I think he's on the phone call. You have anything else? No, no, I'm not on a phone call. That's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, there's nothing else to really add. Um, I really enjoy this this show. Like, I like the whole scheme and talking. I think it adds more to to BML. Uh, but that's pretty much gonna do it for us today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week.